and uh, I, I knew the worst had definitely happened if he was that worried. And that was the first time I saw my dad cry, too. And, you know, he was always this big, strong man, and, and when you see that, you, it's like, okay, this is, this is not good. That's got to be a terrible thing to tell your kids because they want, they want you to tell them this is going to be okay. Dad always had all the answers. And you can't tell them this is going to be okay. <laughs> no, you don't want fabrication. Across town that morning, Pennsylvania State Trooper Fred Caldwell was on the case. His first call had been to Margaret Dolan, Kathy's mom. I remember asking her if she um, had noticed any changes recently or anything in her demeanor that was unusual. And she said that in the last four to six weeks or so, she just wasn't herself. Then the trooper asked one of those probing and indelicate questions that cops have to ask. I asked her mom if she um, had any indication that she was seeing anyone, and she said that she had reestablished contact with uh, an old acquaintance, an old friend from school. That man's name was Dennis Taylor. He and Kathy had recently reconnected at a wedding. Taylor had been singing and playing guitar. The trooper jotted down the name Dennis Taylor with the idea of calling him later. Next, he dialed the paper plant where Kathy was last seen. One of Kathy's co-workers picked up the phone. She kind of corroborated what her mom had said, that she'd been a little different in the last few weeks. Personality just seemed a little quieter, maybe. Then he asked question number two. I also asked her if, if she felt that there were possibility that she may have been having an affair or seeing anyone. And she said she had no evidence, but she suspected that she may have been. The co-worker wasn't talking about Kathy's friend, Dennis Taylor. She was talking about a man at the plant named Lloyd Groves. They both played on the same volleyball team. They spent some time after hours together. Um, and I think just the closeness of the two, and she just kind of suspected that they may be. The trooper learned Groves was the quiet type, married with children. Sometimes he led plant tours and gave papermaking presentations at local schools. A call to Groves' office revealed he wasn't in yet. So the trooper left a callback message. And not long after, the trooper says, Mr. Groves showed up in person at the state police barracks. He was very calm. He said that um, he knew her. They shared, they worked in the same office areas. He um, said they were friends. I did ask him if he had any type of physical relationship with her, and he said no. Shortly after Lloyd Groves left the state police barracks, the other man on Trooper Caldwell's list walked in. Dennis Taylor, the guitar man. Like Groves, Taylor was a married man with children. And right off the bat, he told the trooper he had a confession to make. He did admit that they had had a physical relationship briefly. And it had only been a few days before she disappeared, as I recall, the first contact, physical contact. Like a balladeer, who knows his audience is hanging on every lyric. The guitar man kept singing to the cops. Taylor told the trooper Kathy Heckel had called him at work the day she disappeared. Her voice, 